I, I am Andrew Baxter. My name is Mark Hobbs. And uh, this is... This is... Puppies <laughs> No Watermelon. Hard to make a watermelon sound. Oh, how was you making that sound, was it? How's it going? How have you been, Copes? I've been thinking of a crack and start already. Oh, <laughs> you go I, first. Um, you go first. You always go first. I'm going well. It's, it's nice and early. I've got um, got my coffee ready and my cruise shit out of the way because these days, apparently, just smelling the coffee is enough to um, get things moving, which is... It's a sign you're getting old, isn't it? Well, it's... It's more efficient use of my body is what I like to think. Well, I mean, I've been doing the same at work. Yeah, you know, you get in with coffee. It's time to go. You're a, you're a um, people work kind of only on, on the on the clock kind of person? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to get up early enough to go before work. Yeah, what's the point? I mean, it's getting up much earlier so that I can still get to work on time. Whereas this way I can just crawl into work and then I know yeah, after being there for a while, I can just go and quietly spend some time mm-hmm. i usually i mute nowadays i'm usually using it as a time to do a, a duolingo lesson oh good that's, that's i find that's a good time to do it as well because like what else yeah. should i do on um, facebook <laughs> just with some buddies we'd, we'd call it it's not really the best term to call it but we just call that time like just sitting on the toilet and you know like other maybe doing a duolingo lesson or just you know just seeing what happens because sometimes you just go in with the belief that something's going to happen, not that, that you think's going to happen. And we called it going in to have a play, which isn't the best I understand. Has that's, that's definitely, <laughs> I wouldn't say that in public. Just going in to have a play. So, um, yeah, don't don't say that to people, but it's a perfect okay to, in terms to use around friends, just letting people know. I so don't think it is. <laughs> I'm just going to go play, have a play today? alone over there. Well, with an owl. Dillinger. Jury's out on that one. I've got a dilemma, Copes. Mm-hmm. Tell me. I now drink a lot less alcohol than I used to. Mm. Since yesterday or when's... Cause since is since, this one since of those a while. Where, like, I'm on a diet, started this meal. I haven't seen results I'm starting, yet. I'm starting in five minutes' time after I've eaten this hot dog. No, I've been... I've really cut back on what I've been drinking. I've only now drink on the rare occasions when like social events not but not not just any like not dinners or anything like if like christmas i had some i had a little bit to drink then and recently when i went away on a weekend with some old uni friends i had something to drink then but the social outside drinker. of that i'm yeah i'm not drinking very often mm-hmm. but now i've got two beers here and i haven't mm-hmm. got much else to drink except whiskey <laughs> And I think don't go the beer. That's a silly idea. You've got to keep on keep your your thing going, your street going. You should have straight whiskey. <sighs> no, have a beer. <laughs> I think I might have to have a beer. I'm gonna have a, just for you, just for you. Uh-huh. To be because... honest, you'll probably have the same effect because when you haven't drunk it for a while, one bottle does me over the top. Well, yeah, I've, I found like yeah, you stop drinking, then suddenly you don't need to drink as much. But also. This is one of the few times I would drink because we're now chatting to you, having a good time. Uh-huh. Is it acceptable to, for, for me to drink it in the morning? You're not drinking alone, so. That is true. Let's face it, this is not the first time you would have been, would have been drinking at six o'clock in the morning, is it? No, that's actually true. Yeah. So, how about yeah. it? I don't know. I, I feel very mixed about this. So, the reason I, 
I cut back on the drinking. Not that I was drinking a huge amount anyway, but it was more along the lines of apparently recently it was discovered, or I say discovered, there was another report came out. You know, so what's happening? Oh, yeah, you know how everything is unhealthy for you and then it's healthy for you and then it gives you cancer and then it cures uh-huh. heart disease or whatever. And like red meat's a good example. That's always, it's bad for you. It's not good, bad, bad for you. It's good for you. It's blah, blah, blah. And the moment it's now wine. saying red, blah, meat, blah, blah. red meat, you can only have a very small amount of red meat a week. Otherwise you're killing the planet. But with Sound. alcohol, it came down resoundingly as, no, alcohol's just bad for you. Uh, and <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Duh. Like, who, who, who wrote that report? How hard was it? <laughs> So from that, I decided, oh, actually, I'm just going to, I'm not going to drink very often. The but good news after, is after, it's not bad for the planet, yeah. apparently. So that's good. There is that. Uh, but uh, after, after I read that, I stopped drinking pretty much entirely. Wow. Based on an internet article. It wasn't just the internet. There's a lot okay. of other, it was a bit zeitgeisty. And also I just kind of realized I don't need to drink. So oh. I, was, I, I, I cut back a lot. I mean, it also doesn't help that I have to drive everywhere. So mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. that. But I kind of realized it's, it's nicer not drinking. It's good for you. But then I, I kind of feel like I went too far, like going with a you never drink. And it worked until I went on a this weekend. And then suddenly I was in this situation where I was not drinking in a place where I was happy to have a drink. I didn't have to drive. It was a rare occasion, so it wasn't very often. So I decided that I eat a lot of ice cream. Mm-hmm. And ice cream is also bad for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't feel bad about eating ice cream mm-hmm. only when I eat a lot of ice cream. So I've decided it's kind of the same with booze. Mm-hmm. It's, it is bad for me, but so is a lot of other things. <laughs> so you convinced yourself on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, well, there was a lot to and froing about it, but now I've come to the conclusion. Yes. That having something to drink every now and then is not the end of the world, mm-hmm. even though scientists tell me it's bad for me, but maybe you know, moderation is, is the key. Me. Modern, if only if only someone had come up with that idea and told me before. Rice would do this with all the time when we all lived in the house. And I'd have like this huge meal or I had this huge bowl of pasta ready to heat up or I had something massive and I really wanted it, but I knew it was a bad idea to have all of it. And I was always in this eternal conflict of like, oh, I really want it, but it's a bad idea. And he just turned to me. And the opposite of the little Mexican girl on the Target ad that says, like, why not have both? He would say, like, in that same way, like, why not to have half? <laughs> and it blew my mind every time. That was always <laughs> the answer. I was like, oh, so if I moderate myself, it will be the best of I both feel cases. better about myself. And I just put half the pasta on the plate, and that's enough for me. And every time he said it, it blew my mind as the perfect answer. But it's never been in my subconscious. So I think you're understanding that maybe I don't need to have the 12 beers maybe yeah maybe two is okay <laughs> or four or Never. six it, yes it's more like i don't need to abstain completely mm-hmm. to get the benefits but i can still i can't, i don't have to just outright say i don't drink and whenever you don't oh, have something that's I'll, not good that's not the body makes noises after touching a beer that's not good for you is it <laughs> you've evolved already quiet stomach but you do enjoy it more. Like you got to have those little treats because you got. Don't tell yeah. me I can't have cookies anymore. Just tell me I can have it if I moderate myself. Well, that's that's kind of where I got there. I was like, do you know, what? I do like, I do like beer and I do like wine. I just don't have to have it very often. But there's nothing to say that I can't have it every now and then. 
Now, aside from the health benefits and the planet benefits, is in a social situation, especially at like a bar or something or at a party, like I have always never known what to do with my hands. And that's like in, you know, like when you're dancing, what do you do with your hands? My, I, I don't know. My legs are moving a little bit. The body isn't really, and the hands are doing nothing. But like when you're talking with someone, I really like having something in one of the hands. It's a great, it's a great uh, full stopper. So like you, you stop whatever you're saying. You have a drink. Like it just, it's become natural. It's like driving a manual and having a hand on the on the gear stick. Like it's just, it's yeah. well, it's definitely better to have one hand in your pocket and one hand holding a drink than both hands. Yeah, in your it's pockets. just comfortable. So what do you do if you're not holding on to a drink? Like that that social confusion for me would be the worst bit out of it, out of everything. But also, you beyond. can't like you can't get around it by just drinking soft drinks. If I drink Pepsi, I drink Pepsi quick. (laughs) I drink it so far. I used to drink six or eight pints a night when I was working in the pub and got it for free. I and that was just from one shift. So I'm going to say that's probably worse than a beer. So yeah, it probably is on par, really, isn't it? You don't get much alcohol (laughs) out of beer, but you're drinking that much sugar in one go just can't be good for you. Mm -hmm. But if I so if I drink Pepsi, then that's it. I'm just going to have an empty drink in my hand which now i don't know what to do with it because i'm now trying to work out where i can put it down mm-hmm. whereas if i have a beer i will drink it slowly well more slowly i definitely when i've only had or have you know it's a cheap night and i don't want to spend too much i'll end up if it's you can't give it away with a pint glass but with a bottle when it's dark you can just pretend to keep drinking and there's nothing in there it's it's a good oh, yeah. <laughs> but with an empty pint it's a bit more obvious it's like what are you doing you're pretending to drink froth i'm not sure what's going on here so interesting how, how long has this been gone for Oh, I, I actually can't remember when it started, but at least since before October. It's been going oh, a while. Wow, wow. Actually, wait. No, uh, just, was that not, yeah, before October, because they just got to a point. Uh, there's been a couple of occasions where, like, if you, go to, if you go to a running race, there's a couple of them where you get to the end and you get a beer. Mm-hmm. They're like, here's your beer token. So when, when I went to the Plymouth Marathon in December, got to the end, they're like, here's a beer. And I, my reaction was just, oh, I'm all right. No. <laughs> I've got to drive. And you so. probably you probably would, I guess what's also aiding your decision, you're probably finding that, I don't know, not having it in your system on the day has a, has a bit of a difference, I don't know, afterwards and before. Like you, you start to feel more of the effects of what it's like not to have it in your body. Well, I, I know that I've well, – actually, I wouldn't say I've noticed that much of a difference, but I don't know if that's just because I haven't been drinking as much, but I do – well, if, if I didn't drink too much, but I do, do notice that um, it's just not something that I need to do. Mm-hmm. And obviously the main benefits or, of it are uh, my liver doesn't get pounded every time I drink. Mm-hmm. Slight benefit. So let's play the long game. That's it, people. If you're playing along at home, be safe. Say so who's laughing then. Interesting, interesting. Well, good luck and, and we'll stay tuned and see how that's going. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> Listen back in two weeks when I'm on the wagon again. <laughs> off the wagon. Wait, which way is it? You'd be on the wagon. You wouldn't have fallen off. That's good. Ah, so tell Did me you? about you've got you've got something written here which is a bit interesting. It's got. Well, I'm not sure which one I'll go first. It's got which one do you want to go for? Let's go. It's like I tell a, you what, one of them is one of them is a perler. Okay, <laughs> let's just go to the first one. Let's stand up. Let's sit down. What, what does that mean? Oh, this kind of follows along the same trend. So speaking of looking after yourself, I recently at work have managed to get a sit stand desk and i so i now stand for multiple hours at work today today every day 
not just it's not just day every day which uh I, I, i'm not it's only i've only had it about a week and a bit so i'm not going to say it's life-changing yet uh-huh. because i've also started sitting down a bit more but it's definitely nicer to have the option to stand up when i want to now paint the picture what's what's the the hardware to visualize this like what's the computer situation the chair situation what's the things that you have to make this possible right so my the way the desk goes up and down is that i have a button on the side of it and when i press up the legs extend and the whole desk just moves up the whole desk I want to press down the whole desk the whole desk just shifts up and wow. obviously all my stuff's on top of that so my screens are mounted to a amount that's on the desk and um, so the desk is plugged spine. into the wall yeah, so I have made sure that the cable is long enough so that it can extend it up and down because that was important because when I first put the desk together, it didn't, so I had to change some cables. But uh, one, one thing that is a bit annoying is that it's quite loud. <laughs> so you press the button and it just... Imagine the way it was described to me by someone else in the office. He said every time he hears it, he thinks it sounds like a disabled lift on the side of a van. Oh no! Or going Just, all the way up the staircase. Yeah, like going up, and it's and it and it takes a while. And it's three flights. So you'll stand up and you'll start yeah. pressing the button, and then it started making noise, and you know everyone can hear it. I'm having to look at the person opposite me as their face slowly disappears behind a screen. <laughs> well, that's great. And then you stood up, and then you'll be stood up for you know, let's say stood up for an hour, two hours, depends how much you're concentrating to how how long you stand up for. But then you'll be like, I want to sit down now. Have you ever changed your mind first mid yeah mid transition? Oh, this is, I want to go I've changed down. your mind very quickly sometimes. <laughs> like you'll stand up, go for all the effort, and then you're thinking, oh well, I'm, in, I'm invested now. I have to stand up for at least <laughs> half an hour." Maybe that's part of the tactic. Maybe it is naturally silent, like an artificial sound going to make it make it raise and, and lower. So just just to make you self conscious. I feel like that's a design flaw. I'm just going to say, in an office where noise is important. Yeah. Oh man, it is not quiet. Was it on the Amazon reviews? It was IKEA. Yeah. IKEA, old IKEA. Huh. One one thing that uh, all that I've noticed is that when I noticed progress, so when we first got it, you think, well, you know, some quite a bit of money's just been dropped to this. I should make it look like I'm actually going to use it and not sit down. So you're standing up, trying to stand up quite a lot, and then that starts to fade away. But there was definitely a point when I suddenly stood up. Not I, I stood up organically, as in I wanted to stand up to work. So at that point, I was like, yeah, this is. This was worth. This was worth the effort of going through and getting and having money invested in me because I would have felt really bad if I. So just this is obviously it. the you asked them if if you, they could get one for you and they obliged. Yeah, I wasn't the only one. So there ah. was a couple of us. That's um, cool. So three of us have have them in the office now. And what's but, your uh, what's your chair? Uh, I have the same office chair. Okay, they're He's quite nice chairs, away. but they're um they 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 they're quite comfy. They're quite yeah. good, but obviously, I just don't want to be sat down for seven and a half hours a day. Uh-huh. Interesting. That's that's what I find most restricting about it, and what I find probably most annoying about having this job is that I'm chained to a desk for so long of the day. I kind of accept that I'm going to have to spend time working because that's any job you have to spend time working. But <laughs> it's when I'm have to, like you have to sit here. Uh-huh. I feel much better when I can stand up and uh-huh. stretch my legs. Yeah, I reckon. I'm the same. I would like to have that one day. I have experimented at home with like having boxes and stuff to stack it up, but the hassle of moving everything was just got in the way in a bit. But um, I did enjoy the whole standing up. I think there's 
I did think about trying to do a, yeah, just a, like a, a setup at home, similar to what you just said, where they just I just have a standing desk where my desk is just that high. But so I feel like that's not the way forward. You do want to, if if you want to spend serious time at this workstation, you need to be able to sit down as well because you're not going to stand up all the time. Mm-hmm. In a similar respect, I think kitchens everywhere in the world are, are poorly designed because they're so low. And like they are for me, yeah. I need them a bit higher up. Bloody hell! You have to do the splits to wash the dishes. It's crazy. I reckon oh, yeah, that sinks so far down. Yeah, yeah. They could do with like a foot higher, easy. That's what I reckon. That's what I'll build my house. Everything's up higher. Here we do have higher ovens, so that does help. Oh, it's not back breaking to get something out of the oven. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This actually segues well. So we'll keep talking about this because I'm um, talking of office setups. I've got this new keyboard lately. And it would suit your interesting work. Like, I reckon we should be able to customize your workspaces because everyone would be different in how they work. And so, like, whether that's number of screens or, like, the more I think about it, the reason I got is because I spent, you know, while we're traveling, I just had my iPad. And I wanted to get a keyboard while we're away for so long. But in the end, I realized, man, I'm hunched over this screen. The keyboard is on the screen. So, your neck is really pointing me out to see it's a bit better than sorry it's worse than a laptop a laptop's a bit better because at least you can put your head up a bit but um this keyboard is is wireless which is of course good but um it's got three buttons on it that uh you can connect to three bluetooth devices so you can connect your i got my phone my computer and my ipad because sometimes when i'm working i just i just have all the devices on the table because sometimes you open one app on one thing to refer to it that's it's my way around having not having dual screens. Usually, Bluetooth's a real pain in the ass to like sync with something. I'm not sure if you ever tried changing a Bluetooth speaker to go to another device, or if you're in the car, like changing to a different phone. But yeah, like, one of the speakers I use won't connect to a phone if it's already connected to another phone. So the way we have to get around that is by turning Bluetooth off on the first phone, so we can change it over. So I definitely know your pain. Right? Bluetooth yeah, can be a pain in the bum. So this thing, you literally sync it for each device and then after that you just press the button for whichever device you're switching to and within there is a bit of it's probably a second and then you can type on that device so i can be on the computer i can type 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 press number two up the top look at the ipad touch where you want to start typing and you can type again it's bloody awesome so you could have i can have my computer back at a distance or raised and have you know something propped up to the side or your phone perched up in front of you. So it's good if someone sends you a message and you're at the table and you're trying to get away with the work. You could touch your phone screen and then type your message on your keyboard. And typing text messages on the keyboard is pretty amazing. I told I mentioned this before when I was using messages on my uh, from my Mac. Yeah, it's it's great being able to just send SMS texts from a proper keyboard. Yeah. And and WhatsApp's on Mac OS now, which is interesting. It is. Okay. Mm. So well, that's something for me to look at later. <laughs> So I like it. I like uh, thinking of uh, using different. Um, th- this keyboard is has been pretty. It was pretty affordable too. It was like fifty bucks. It's in in terms of keyboards, it could, be, it could be a lot worse. But um, yeah, and and along these lines, I found out a whole bunch of other stuff because I was just trying to trying to get a bit more set up. I found this uh, app called Duet 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 Display D U E T. And ah, no, I've actually heard of that Duet Display. Uh, 
they the, their marketing thing is like two ex Apple employees. Like who knows? They could have been in the mailroom. No one really knows. Like it's just their their spiel. But the thing is that your iPad or any Apple device can become a secondary screen for your computer. So you can wait. Hang on. Are you not the person who told me about this? I could have. But I, did, I never. I think we've spoken about this before. I have, maybe it was when I just saw it. <laughs> Oh God! But you're using because I remember we were talking about guessing it for me, but you're using it now. Ah, okay. Well, maybe I did. Maybe I did. But yeah, it works great. You could, it's literally like a second screen. You can drag stuff over, and also use it as a, a touch screen. So it's like a smart computer, which is pretty cool. So, does that mean this is the first time you spent a large amount of time using two screens? Yeah, yeah. It's been. Uh, because sometimes it's life changing. It's great. Like the, the other thing is, was even better with this thing is that you can press the home button on the screen because it works in an app. You literally switch out and use your iPad again just by like clicking the home screen, and there's your iPad again. If you want the secondary screen back up, you just press the app. Up it comes, and there's your secondary screen for your for your thing. So that does sound good. Yeah, good stuff. So, oh, and the last thing I, I found didn't even know this was a feature because you do you have an Apple phone? I have an iPhone XS, yes. iPhone, okay. So apparently, because I've got an Android phone, so I couldn't test it on that. But did you know there's a universal clipboard for all your Apple devices? So you can. I didn't know you could use a clipboard, no. So you can copy something on your computer, get your phone, and go paste, and it'll paste the text that you had from your computer. No. Yeah. So, uh... No, I have to try this. Please don't prove me wrong. Please don't. It worked on mine. <laughs> to, to be honest, if if I try it and it doesn't work, that doesn't prove you wrong. That just means that I don't know how to use this because That's I good. don't. Is my computer even signed into our iCloud? This is this is why you can't. We we need to stop trying this stuff out. <laughs> we need to it test it works. and pretend to do it. Yeah, and the show. Uh, no, I don't know what I've pressed there, and just, uh, I give up. Uh, it, it could work. Who it knows? It does work. It's it's proven. But now imagine I use this computer to record, so it only ever t- gets turned on every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> now, but now imagine you have this on, like, with an external keyboard. Is that instead of having to long press onto something to paste it, you can be on your phone and let's just press Control V on the keyboard, and it'll paste on your on your phone screen. So it just feels even more. Yeah, Apple. Who would have known? They're pretty smart. Well, then apparently that. Well, I don't know if we want to go into how they're recently performing but i could tell you that i've been waiting for far too long for air power and the airpods too oh are you an airpod i didn't realize this not yet i've been waiting for airpods too because no no sucker goes in for the first generation exactly you're right especially not two years after it came out <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a dumb move right now probably oh so you haven't, you haven't been be turned up. off them obviously you still i kind of think they're a bit like i'd lose mine i can just look Apple and myself are in an abusive relationship. <laughs> I want to leave. I really do, but uh-huh. I just can't. Uh-huh. And every now and then it's nice to me and it sucks me back in. Mm-hmm. And everyone else around me is telling me that I should change. You should move on. <laughs> but I just can't. Uh-huh. And then they keep on t- they just keep on sucking me in with more promises and then I, I buy them and then... <sighs> I, I need prob- help, Coach. I probably didn't help telling you these couple of things. Well, let's just say well, I mean, I'm already tied in for a year to my new phone. I'm mm. not, but I'm not going to buy another phone yet because I've just upgraded so, mm-hmm. and watch as well. Although, actually, a big oh, change yeah. in the watch is that I, uh, I, I, up to the end of the year, I was maintaining a 
streak for my movement goal for 200 and something days, which is great, right? But the problem is that it got silly because I couldn't stop. (laughs) It it became important. It came it became important that I got my movement goal. And actually I think that it started affecting me to the point where I was getting very close to an injury because I was always I wasn't uh, having any rest days. I didn't know uh, how to do a rest day. Uh-huh. That is interesting. And it's very important when you're doing a training plan to have rest days because if you go and do a big run, you need to take a day off to let your body recover. Not just because you'll be tired, but because that's how you get better, is that you work your muscles and then they give you give them time to rebuild. So uh-huh. I had to and I, it kept sucking in because it's like, hey, if you get every movement goal this month, we'll give you a new badge. So I'll give you, give you a new badge. That'd be nice. You want the shiny badge, don't you? Here, shiny badge. Have the shiny badge. And you think, okay, so I'll just push on until the end of the month, and then, and then I'll, and then I'll break it. That's fine. I'll, I'll break the streak then, and it'll be okay. And then you start the next month, and it's like, well, you know, you can just keep on going to the end of the week. <laughs> and then after that, it's like, well, look, now it's another week. So if you just keep it, so it's just, it's really bad that i let my life be dictated by my watch just going hey you haven't stood up enough today mm-hmm. so well, at the end of the year i just said that's it i turned off the uh turned off the notifications that were telling me when i was running low or when i hadn't done enough and i can't remember which day it was but it was a day i was doing a lot of driving i just said that's it it's not going to oh, pass it today would have been Although, a i did try that a couple of times actually i tried it like today's the day i'm going to not hit my goal i'm going to break the streak and then I get to bed and I look at my watch and I go, I need four more calories to break to, hit, to keep my street going. <laughs> I might as well. Oh. So, yeah. So that happened probably three or four times when I was like, no, that's it. I'm going to stop it. And then I wouldn't because I'm weak. I, I would say streaks are my, like, like you say, weakness, but also strength. Is that they seem to be the most effective thing for me in terms of if continuing to do things. So I just want the yeah. streak. The, the Duolingo thing, it's stupid, but I just. I'm up to like 58 now and I want to get, I just want to keep going. Every time it resets, I'm, I'm on, gutted. I'm finally holding a streak on Duolingo. I think I'm on like 15 or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, I think what's important is to try and realize like we, we start off these streaks and go, that's it. I'm going to do it every day. It's going to become a habit. It's going to be awesome. But you need to realize at what point that habit is bad for you. Like I'm still going out a lot. I'm still doing a lot. Well, not as many runs because it's dark and slippery at the moment as because it's, winter but i still go out running but i feel like having that streak did kick me off onto that and into the habit of making sure i go out and exercise a lot but they, when it got to the point when it was hurting me that's when i needed to stop and well, be smarter about it they say that's what you know the habits are meant for they're not not there to be lifelong things they're meant to be there just until it's become ingrained in your memory as something to be important like if it's something that you at least think about every day then the habit has worked because it because you know now conscious of it whereas before it wasn't wasn't important to you at all so yeah. there is that argument so that you just need it for the first whatever they say six weeks or blah 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 science yeah once it's a like the streak i don't need to see the the bad streak to make me think to for instance use duolingo because now i've done it so often that it's the the thought is like, oh, have I done the lesson today? Oh, no, I've got to do it. So you can be probably relax a little bit, but um, I do understand the internal dilemma. It'd be good if yep. you could hit pause, but in a way that's not too easy, but is... Um, if you could like plan it ahead and start, if I could say yeah, I'm going to get a streak, yeah. it's going to go for 30 days or 60 days, 
and then it stops. It doesn't matter if I do it the next day or not, my streak won't continue. Okay, it's got a hard Because that's, what, that's where the problem got. I was so invested because my streak had been going for so long. I had 200 odd days on it and I was like, I can't stop now because I'm never going to be able to get that streak <laughs> up again. Because it'd be a waste to let it go to zero. Yeah, so that's why it just needs to be a way. You just like, you don't, your streak shouldn't be able to keep on going mm-hmm. indefinitely. You, sh- you kind of need a point where you just say, look, you've done that one, that's fine, stop start again mm-hmm. because otherwise you just you're, you're not I, I i definitely wasn't getting out of it the what i should be getting out of it for example when i had a i had in that time i had a couple of days where i was fairly unwell one day it was heat stroke after a race another day i just came to uh well, i just had a really bad cold or something, or flu or something. so there's a couple of days where i was severely like i was i wasn't able to move much so I was never going to get the 400 movement calories, whatever it was. Like I wasn't going to go out and do, do a run because I could, I couldn't even go to work. So when that happened, I had to reduce the goal so mm. that I met it, so that I kept the streak going. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? That that's that's just cheating. So I mean, I did it a couple of times because sometimes I was like, no, today needs to be a rest day, so I need to bring it back down to do that but then it got to a point of thinking why do i need to do that i don't mm. actually i can just not oh it, it, interestingly <sighs> um seinfeld was known to do these two things like you know, everyone sees him as like this prolific and genius comedian like having all his all his stand-up shows and all his seinfeld episodes and i love how all these amazing quotes are really quite simple like his thing was he just had a calendar and he just put a cross on a day that he wrote a joke down. And so he like the same, he just wanted a chain. And that was that was all his technique was to 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 write on a daily basis. And then people would say, Oh, how did you and Larry David do um so many so many scripts for episodes? And he said we just went in an office and closed the door and said no one could talk to us and then <laughs> We stayed in there until we wrote the episode, and that was it. <laughs> like no, nothing, nothing genius about it. Just made sure there was uninterrupted time, and did it every day. Who would have thought that's a that's a amazing habit? Turns out that pretty much everything that is uh, everything that hap- uh, everyone who does is successful like that. Turns out the uh, thing they have in common, they just work really hard. <laughs> they just do the work. It's funny. Granted, not everyone who works really hard does well. I will give you that. But mm-hmm. but everyone who does well generally has put in a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Did you know well, this this beer is vegan? I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it's good that it's vegan. I will accept that. But I didn't realize that. I, I don't know if it's good that it has to tell me that it's vegan. <laughs> I don't even know what that I mean. I wouldn't expect meat in my beer. All right. I do know that Foster's is, isn't vegetarian. What does it? What is? What does that There's, even mean? Uh, part of the process, uh, and quite a lot of beers of filtering them uses fish scales. No. Yeah, Foster's is one of them. I mean, you can kind of tell because it tastes god awful. <laughs> We're not fish. I'm not sure. You don't even drink Foster's. You're Australian. <laughs> well, that's true. I want to know. Uh, I want you to tell me about what this uh, virtual stars thing you got going on here is. Ah, yes. Let me um. Let me put up a. I've been really peckish recently in the evenings and it's really bad because I shouldn't be snacking but I really want I could could go for a kebab right now oh me too don't get into gyros we we love them 
they're just they're like they're basically a small kebab, but they're like cost a few bucks, so you can just get them any old time you want. Oh, yeah, or a pizza. Understand any of that? I did not get a single word of that. What on earth is it? Her name is Cyber Girl Zero, and she Dude, this is—it's just really the kind of conversation you want to have in a public forum. It sounds quite personal. <laughs> Look, I just stumbled across this. This isn't something that I actively. Was this an ad at the side of a dodgy website? <laughs> it's and it's full on. It's got like her in anime form. She's like got little cat ears. And she's fully clothed, yeah. And and yeah, she is fully clothed. This could they so <laughs> the way I'm trying to find a way to um segue, but basically like we saw this show one time, it was a total flop, but it was this in Australia, this uh, late night show, kind of like the Letterman style, pretty much exactly the same. But the host was this animated 3D person. Did you ever hear anything about this? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. So the way they did the show, which I presume, is that they had real-world guests on and they interviewed and maybe someone was standing behind the desk and, you know, because he was asking questions. But when it came to air the show, they didn't have a human there. They had a a 3D animated uh, character who was using the voice of whoever was asking the questions. So it was this person that didn't exist but in the show, we we it seems seamless to us because you've just got the guest and then this this character. This is the plot of the Waldo experiment, which is a Black Mirror episode. Well, it happened, <laughs> and oh, I thought that was pretty genius because they had this technology that they could render this guy pretty quick, so that they could record it and then release the episode not too long after. Like it wouldn't take months to, to air, or maybe it did. Who knows? Maybe that's why they didn't continue with it because it only lasted a few episodes. But I was always interested in it. And then I was playing this game on, on the iPad. It's called Modern Combat. It's a bit like a Call of Duty, but with on, on your iPad and I think on different devices, blah, blah, blah. Standard free mini anyway. knockoff, is it? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And But I really enjoyed it. And the, the it's like uh, League of Legends or or Overwatch where there's like characters or or champions. I'm not sure you've probably seen games like that. That's just the, the way it is at the moment where you're not a generic character like you were back in the day in like a Doom or Quake game. You're, you've chosen a certain character with certain abilities. And here I am minding my own business and this thing pops up with Zero and she's made, she's this new character in the game. She's made a cameo appearance. So this character has been imported into the game as like a 3d model and her sound effects and so when she i'm wondering if one of these clips will play this japanese goes like to, to get with a kill you just gotta aim for the head then you get a kill with one shot it's like this cute little japanese girl but she's playing this shooter and All horrible broken English, and I don't Sounds even awful. know. I don't even know what the so like when you when you get a get a kill in the game. Usually the character does some kind of kind of line or, or phrase, and she has her own ones as well, which are really 
out of out of place. So I went down the rabbit hole and went looking in. And this this person's got a full on YouTube account. Well, not this person, this character has got this full on YouTube account, and she of course doesn't exist. It's not Cyril isn't a human. It's a, all, all fictional. And this is a whole part of YouTube. Are these virtual YouTube stars that aren't people but are voiced and animated? And it's pretty fascinating to me. I'm not sure. I don't get the point. I don't understand what's going on. But this sounds really well. Actually, I've heard something similar about this. Where is it a Chinese TV station that has managed to have a virtual host because they can guess they can they can in a similar idea. The the newsreader is an avatar, but they've managed mm-hmm. to make it photorealistic. Mm-hmm. Which sounds terrifying because if we could start doing that, then we can have literally a video of anyone saying anything. Uh-huh. Oh, and that's not yeah. what we need. <laughs> but it, it seems... Like deep fake, but for everyone. If you're going to record it, you may as well just have the person there. I'm not sure. I mean, they can pretend to be a fictional but, person. But the difference is that if I could have a video of you saying something very incriminating... Uh-huh then suddenly the value of a video of you doing anything incriminating is worthless because if someone would fake it. Uh-huh. But you could also have, like, think about it from a celebrity point of view where you can have any celebrity you want. You could just torpedo them by having a video of them doing something, I don't know, racist or something. It's a terrifying idea that you're, you are no longer in control of your actions because someone can convincingly spoof an image of you. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Well, I guess once they, if they can replicate your voice as well, it's a yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, it turns out there's pockets of YouTube which are fascinating. Like I, I once upon a time thought unboxing was weird, but that's just become normal, and I actively search like un, you know new product videos, like reaction um, videos as well. When when does it suddenly become okay for someone to just upload a video of them watching something else? Right, right. But it's it's happened so much that it's, oh, yeah, I, I know what that type of video is now. I yep, get that's it. That's just there. That's there. So YouTube constantly surprises you. I love it. I don't know. Does it anymore? YouTube's kind of getting a bit repetitive. I, every now and then I come across a new channel, which I will watch a lot. Only good example of this recently was I found a channel called 10 Minute History, which I've been watching quite a lot of. And I would recommend. He's a very good, very good, uh, very good channel. But there's a lot of it. I'm like going. Well, YouTube just tries to always steer me towards the same tat. I know why because that's what the algorithms do. They just go, "Oh, look, people who come here like watching really short videos or videos of compilations and knockoff videos and stuff." So that that way, it's just going. Everyone wants to watch these, so you're going to want to watch them. But I don't, so I have to actually. So I I don't know. Do you find that when you when you open up the YouTube app, so just picture this in your head. You got the YouTube app. You open it up. Do you do this as like a multiple times a day kind of thing? Uh, no, I don't open up at all because I know I know I get sucked in. It's my weakness. Well, you ruined this for me now. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, picture you would, okay? okay you open up YouTube it. and the first video that comes up, uh, that doesn't really interest you. Uh-huh. You scroll past it, right? How often would you keep on scrolling for multiple pages as YouTube just continues to offer you stuff you just don't want to see? Mm-hmm. Or, or is it that, or is it that you're trying to look for the best thing to view? Is it either of those? Like, is it a Netflix situation where you sit down and watch Netflix and you're like, what am I going to watch? And you end up just spending an hour scrolling through all the options. There, there is a part of it where you just kind of give them too much choice. But I feel with YouTube, it kind of just, it'll be like, hey, you watched 
you accidentally opened a video or something <laughs> two weeks ago. That means you so I'm not going to show you just those. Uh-huh. And also, it does an awful lot of you watched a Formula One video. So now I'm going to show you loads of people who've pirated clips of Formula One. And you go, oh, well, can I not just have a button where I just say, only show me genuinely referenced or attributed videos, please. Stop showing me people who've stolen content. Uh-huh. Although yeah. I don't help that because every now and then I will watch one. I'm my worst enemy here because YouTube is now just going to go, hey, look, you like watching this stuff. Here's more of it. <laughs> I do remember, like, the, oh, this would have been, like, I don't know, four years ago or something, when I booked something for a holiday coming up, and then afterwards I'd um, I'd see this company, like, on my ads, and I'd be like, man, they must be a good company because there's a lot of ads for it around. This must be the best. Like, I had no idea what targeted ads were, and now you, you get so, like, oh, you know, I searched for that thing, that's why it's coming up. But there was a time when it was generally astounding and those tactics did work. It's funny how. Hey, and like now, get, you just kind of just accept that the past of your web browser is now going to be showing you the last thing you shopped for online uh-huh. or, over and over again. Or the things that you searched in Google that you now wish you didn't, but they're going to show up forever. Yeah, this is why I changed over recently so that Chrome just kills all cookies off every time I exit. Out. I mean, yeah, originally I used to think that would be a pain because I'd have to sign into everything again, but now actually. And it does sort of feel like a pain that every time I start up with a computer, I have to sign into everything. But I get over that, <laughs> whereas I do still appreciate the fact that I don't have it continuously trying to sell me the same eye screws that I looked at three weeks ago. Uh-huh. It's been trying to sell me for ages in really overstated ads. Or especially if I've already bought it, and then it's like, oh, why are you showing me? I already bought this thing. Yeah, that happened a lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, you bought some tea last week. Do you want to buy some more tea? No, because I've still got the same box. Try again in like six weeks. That's so English. Well, let's just say that I disappointed a couple of people in the office when I recently got a tea order and it included a tea set for one, <laughs> which involves a saucer, a cup, and a teapot that fits inside the cup. <laughs> and I am very pleased with this. It makes uh-huh. very nice tea. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're not sharing with no one. one. No, because no one else seems to really appreciate nice tea or coffee in the office. They all drink the same crap. Earl Grey. I don't know. Earl Grey's good, but they don't drink nice Earl Grey. Like I have nice tea there and I have loose leaf tea and the coffee. I did manage to win on the coffee. We have got a nice filter machine to make nice filter coffee and we all complain when that that coffee runs out and we're stuck on the instant. Is um, Overall, they just don't get it. Were you a T2 fan when you were here? Oh, yeah. Where do you think I found T2? Ah. Gotcha, gotcha. They are now in Oxford and they delivered to my office. Oh, no. I can imagine yeah, your, your room's going to be like a the whole wall full of teapots. Are you a like teapot collector or a, like a collector of any sorts of tea things like cups or? Uh, I've really tried hard not to be, but I have picked up a couple of things because it's getting to the point where I feel like not having a teapot is, it's not a problem, but I feel like having a teapot means you can brew much nicer tea because if you brew it in the mug, then you have lots of tea leaves and stuff. Whereas if you make it in a pot, you can let it sit for a bit longer and you can put a bruise and you can pour it out. It's just, it is so much better out of a pot. It's just, just a bit more faff. But part of the reason that I like this tea is because there's a bit of a, there's a bit of ceremony to it. You kind of have a, a process that you go through making it as opposed to just chucking a tea bag in a pot and adding some hot water. You kind of, it feels like you're creating something. So that, that's, that's why it's nice. No, I understand that. We, we've been, um, 
gotten out this uh, coffee maker for Chrissy. It's called this AeroPress. I'm not sure if you heard about it, but it's um, I think it's American. But I'm just interested because I heard people talk about it. But it's effectively a like a French press, but I guess a different way of doing it. But we found the same is that we've even gone to the extent of buying beans and grinding them because we've never really done coffee of like the, my coffee experience is either the instant or a pod, but having to like grind the bean and put it in this contraption and boil the water and put it in and then plunge it. And then like, it, you know, it takes a few minutes, but it's kind of part of the fun really. Like if you're not yeah, in a rush, it's, it's, it's nice to just make proper coffee and proper tea. Just to relax I see why the Chinese do it for hours on end, but I mean, they make crap tea, but still. <laughs> I see why they have the ceremonies. Well, that's actually true, don't they? Tea ceremony. We did really like uh, cream tea. Is, it, is that just a, um, when they have a, a scone and jam yeah, and cream? Yeah, scone, you have the jam and the cream and with some tea, that's cream tea. Quite a summary thing. That they're not. I don't imagine many people are doing a roaring trading cream teas at the moment, seeing as it is mid-January. No, it's late January, and we've uh, got the first big snowstorm of the year coming in. So even with the tea being warm, like it's not a thing that you do in the winter. It's a summer thing. They, it? It, it, I, I don't know how to quite explain it to Australians, but we drink tea when it's hot. We drink tea when it's cold. Like if you're cold. And you come into the house, what do you do? You put the kettle on, have a nice warm cup of tea, warm yourself up. If it's hot, then, you know, you put the kettle on and have a cup of tea because that's going to help cool you down uh-huh. because physics doesn't apply. Uh-huh. Uh, if, if something good has happened, then let's celebrate. Let's go put the kettle on. We'll have a cup of tea. Or if something's bad has happened, then, you know, we'll go and put a cup of tea on. Also, if you've just got nothing to do, then you can just go put the kettle on. Like having a cup of tea is the default action. This is why we have a reputation. Well, I think it's good as well. Like, you, like if the neighbour comes around, you can either like stand awkwardly and talk, or you can have a cup of tea. Well, it makes put a cup of tea. On. Yeah, I do agree. I have a friend who genuinely doesn't trust people who don't drink tea. <laughs> well, they got to hide. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you come into my house and I say, "Would you like a cup of tea?" and you say no, you've caused a big problem because <laughs> the consequences. Exactly. Like now, because it's, it's just not. It's it's the kind of thing you shouldn't say no to because. The conversation only can progress one way. If you say no to the cup of tea, that's it. The conversation dies. That is true. Because what it, what could you possibly do then? I guess talk, but it's not the same. No, you just like, if 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 you get offered a cup of tea or a cup of coffee when you go into someone's house, just say yes, even if you don't like it. Just force yourself to drink it, like I did with coffee, and eventually you'll love it. <laughs> that's the story of every every liquid. That's beer. That's whiskey. Yep. That's everything. Yep. Yeah, you I try it and you'll be like, oh, this is awful. I don't like it. And then people go, nah, but some people really do like it. And after a while, you'll have convinced yourself as well. When I was a kid, um, in true Italian fashion, my Italian grandparents lived next door to us. And I'm pretty sure their sole job was to fatten me and my brother up. Like, that's all their job is just to feed us until we're. That is, um, that is the grandparents' role, isn't it? To yeah. make you fat. And one of the things was, um, I just always had it was a Milo with, of course, like two sugars. And then they're Scotch finger biscuits. And uh, those ones, those you break in, you got the two lines, you break it in half. But you wouldn't just have one. Like I would have probably 10 or 12 biscuits in with every Milo. And I'd do it with like I'd, I'd drink it, you know, a quarter of it down. And then I'd break up the Scotch fingers into pieces, put it in there until it's all swollen up until the whole thing is full of biscuit, like just 
soggy biscuit and then just eat that. And then, yes, I'd have like three quarters to a full packet of Scotch finger biscuits. But this was my childhood. And so whenever we'd go somewhere or, you'd, you know, be at a friend's place or you'd be in some social setting and I remember this happening with one of mum's friends and they offered me a mile and I'm like, great, I'll have a mile. I know, I know how this works. I'm an adult. I'm not really, I'm like eight, but I got have my Milo and they're like, would you like a biscuit? I'm like, of course I'd like a biscuit. You have to have a biscuit with your, um, with your Milo. And I proceeded to get like 10 biscuits from, from the cookie jar from this, from this stranger. And apparently that's <laughs> not socially acceptable. Apparently you should only have one, maybe two biscuits with your Milo, which I learned the hard way. It is scary when you go to someone else's house and they do something different and you just can't quite understand why. Yeah, why don't you have 10 biscuits with your mama? I don't understand. That's why you have yeah, a mama to have the biscuits. It's like when it's like sugar in tea or something, or actually, no, sugar and Weetabix. Who on earth does that? And then someone tells you it's a thing. You're like, why? I didn't do that this morning. I did do that this morning. What did you do? Did you have Weetabix? Or I did have sugar and Weetabix this morning. Did I? Did I? Did you even try Weetabix when you were over here? Uh, no. Uh, well, next time you're over, put it on the list. Next time you're over, I'm going to make you have Weetabix, and I will show you how it's so much nicer than Weetabix because Weetabix is awful. It's a poor imitation. That's why you can literally buy imported Weetabix in Australia. Is it? I'm guessing. I didn't realize it was an English thing. Was it something that started there and then we've adopted from you guys? Is it? Yeah. Or is it? Oh wow! I didn't know that. I thought it was Australian as it comes. Weetabix. Hmm. Weetabix is Weetabix is the original. It's the OG. This is like the other day where, because Australia is just a melting pot of different cultures and we've just got different it's parts good of the world, about it. Yeah, different communities, and they're all expats of different countries. And, and we were joking the other day how like in the north, for some reason, the suburbs up north, a lot of English people come over and have their communities, I guess. They just all seem to end up in the same spot. And Yeah, I know I, I that because I went to I visit them a lot. <laughs> you know, to see people, yeah. And I, I can't, I can't try to explain to someone. I was like, they're not, I don't know what, it, they're definitely not Australian. They're definitely British. I don't know what the difference is, but you guys are a different type of person, but you're not Australian. And then I think about it and it's like, you are Australian. You are like, the like we are only here because of you guys. Like we have, we have evolved from British to become Australian and you're just as much a right to be here. Than, yeah, than it's we. kind of weird, isn't it? That if you have, say, an Asian community, and uh-huh. they'll they'll bring their own kind of food, and they'll bring their own kind of things, they turn up. That's normal. We think that oh, that's fine. That's the Asian community over there. But when someone turns up, and it's an English community as opposed to an Australian community, well, that's weird. That it's only slightly different as opposed to completely different. Yeah, it's it's like in all respects, a lot of your traditions are very similar, and and we steal them from you. But but you still think different. they're weird. Yeah, it's still different. different. You talk funny. It's a bit weird. Yeah, I've actually that's had. Oh, we were watching um, yeah. sorry, we were watching Lucifer lately on on old Netflix, and it has occurred to me how similar you sound to him, which is weird. You don't own a nightclub, do you? I, I don't know what Lucifer is, but I guess uh, I'll have to look it up now so I can devil. Uh, devil, listen to it and go, I don't sound anything like that. <laughs> yeah, you should. I did have someone today tell turn around to me and say, do you get annoyed when people come up to you and say you look like Andy Murray? Really? Yeah. Well, my response was, well, it doesn't happen, so no. <laughs> you should have thrown whatever you're holding on the ground and go, are you serious? 
But that's that's weird that someone is just like so certain they went. Does this annoy you when people say this? <laughs> it never happened. This is the first time. I don't know. Wow. Somehow I have one of those faces. This is a fairly common occurrence of someone to just come up to me and to say, "Do you know who you look like?" And it's always a different person. <laughs> have you ever, has anyone ever said you look like Jennifer Lopez? Don't look like Jennifer well, Lopez. I'm that's a new one. <laughs> Like uh, is he... what, we're running out of time. So uh, do you want to uh, – I sent you a link. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do you, want you to, me... do you want to play it so that the microphone can hear it because I want everyone else to hear the juicy, juicy soundtrack to this? All right. Let me see if I can put it near there. Please don't mess this up, Copes. Uh, let's, this just is a high... let's just say you're going to do it. Let's just say I'm going to – you, are you able to see it? No. For some reason, it comes up with an error like all things would. Requested God. URL not found. Let me send you, right, just pause right there. Let me send you the URL. Copy, paste. Try that one. Mm, yeah, it's definitely different. It's different. <laughs> All right. Is it? Is it playing? I'm intrigued. I'm gonna, I'll play the soundtrack for, uh, well, right, let me know when it's playing first. Okay. It's just uh, loading up and it's loading. Now you're probably wondering what you're watching right now. That's great. It's like a um a it's gonna go again. It's like a dumb created by the cat to go this is what i did today here's all the things so, so i did just could describe what you just watched many photos of a cat and you just enjoying life in various so it's just pictures yes yeah, it's, it's like a little it's like a little video of a montage of pictures with that soundtrack over it now here's the scary thing copes i uh-huh. did not ask google to make that uh-huh. This is one of those assistants. Google Photos, this was just like five minutes before we started recording. Google Photos just said to me, hey, do you want to watch this video? And it's put it together. It's gone through my photos. Uh-huh. It has identified there's a lot of pictures of cats. Uh-huh. It has put them together, and it's realized they're pictures of cats, so it's going to make a cat montage out of it. With that song. This is how Skynet happens. <laughs> but you know what's even creepier is that because you've obviously taken all the photos, it's not obvious that you would. You've always taken photos and the cat's always looking at the camera. So it looks like yeah. <laughs> the cat is taking selfies with you the whole time. It's so weird. Uh-huh. I think we might upload the uh, upload the video to the Puppies and Watermelon Water account so people can see it. But it's oh, yeah. just, just what? <laughs> 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 just you grinning the whole time. This is the way. Like, I, I, I think it's impressive that the Google AI has been able to do this. Uh-huh. It's decided. Do you know what I'm going to use my time to do? I'm going to go for random <laughs> pictures and pick up all the pictures of cats. I wasn't doing anything anyway. I was doing six billion searches and uploading this. Thing. <laughs> I've got time. I can do this. Where did it pull this from? And it's, it's, so it's managed to get identify the pictures of cats, and then it's decided I'm going to make a meow movie. I think you'll actually find if you 
search like in YouTube, uh, sorry, Google Photos, and you can search by albums by different people. There'll be an album just for your cat. It's figured it out. Probably. It'll be able to, it might be even be able to tell the cats apart, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's scary. That's probably the best That's result I've ever seen. That's great. I was just, I, know, I was just thinking about what are we going to talk about today, and then Google was like, "Ting, oh, do you yeah, want to watch this?" <laughs> oh, definitely save that one. Uh, Good. <laughs> well, we haven't got much time left, but I think we had uh, some. Did we not have some listener questions to go through? Oh, we did. But do you reckon we can squeeze it in with um, our edit? I wonder. Uh, let's give it a go. All right, all right. Well, this can be. Oh, a quick ask, let's, let's, well, let's see if we can squeeze one in. Let's, let's see how that goes. All right. Well, it's um. This one comes from Maria, and she says, if you had to embark on a spaceship plane for five years, which five objects would you bring with you? Think carefully. Which five objects? They're coming back for more. Oh, this is, this is going to be a nice quick answer. Uh, five objects. So <laughs> I'm going to assume that food is taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Like nutrition is not something you need to worry about, although whatever it is, it's going to be boring. I think it's like that movie, is it Arrival, when they're on the spaceship and the, it's all about the journey on the way to the to the, to the planet they're going to Passenger. inhabit? Passenger, maybe, yeah. Passengers. Yeah, but they have access to an open bar. That's true. Well, technically they shouldn't, but yes. They shouldn't, but pff, that's not important at that point, is it? I feel like any kind of food or drink would not last the five years, so therefore it's not worth taking. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, instinctively, I want to say I want to take some hot sauce or something to make my food bearable, but it's always going to run out after like six months, or whatever. So there's no point. You take a huge tub though and ration it. Could but five years worth of it, and then what are you achieving with it? Like the whole point of taking it was to spice things up. Uh-huh. Well, I do like that because space food's probably not interesting. So a bit of flavor. Do you want some bacon cubes and a gel of? <laughs> mush and jelly jelly crystals yes please so, so i don't think food I don't think food five 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 objects give you a reprieve one of mine that i said was um a kindle because a kindle you can preload with many 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 a books. lot of books mm-hmm. definitely i i saw the martian he needed a lot of books to get through so mm-hmm. I, I agree a kindle is definitely one because i want to have a lot to read i don't know after that last one well let's i, I mean an xbox maybe because uh-huh. i'd finally have some time to play on it <laughs> that's it <laughs> how do we not have time five years that? to kill i could finally get around to finishing far cry 5 exactly i'm gonna throw one out there a puppy oh yeah, yeah. of course i would take a pup now you said that that's makes top sense of the list. that's gonna definitely entertain you it's gonna entertain you i mean it's a bit sucks a bit for the puppy but i reckon it could cope i could teach nah, it to a, run around big, yeah passenger ship you got a lot of space like imagine in oh, a it's a big it's a big ship, is it? Yeah, 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 but there's just nothing in it, right? It's just boring. So we get a puppy, an Xbox, a Kindle. Kindle. <laughs> we are such boys. I'd say. <laughs> uh, objects. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's too much pressure on five. Like, <laughs> it's like you need to get these five objects right. Uh huh. Let me see what she wrote. I think she put five objects so we got uh, I mean, what, else, what other gaps are we trying to get through here we, I mean, oh, we got a camera I because least, you have nothing to prove if you don't have a camera yeah but i don't i don't care what i mean i'm on the spaceship what else do i need to prove <laughs> i was on a spaceship i don't I, I don't think i'm going to do anything on the spaceship in the five years that needs vindication really <laughs> other than getting to where i was meant to go oh one i one i wrote was um 
just because I'm like this, I'd bring a, a single dice or something really obscure that has no relevance just to confuse historians in 500 years. Just so that when they're like, and he took a single dice, a single die for some reason. Because maybe they were, in the future they would maybe um, think dice were like uh, otherworldly or godly because it was so important to bring on this monumental space. They would definitely interpret it wrong. Yeah, you're right. They would definitely mm-hmm. be... This is a very important thing culturally at the time, you'll find. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, no matter what you bring, if you wake up in your bed and you look at your um, drawers next to your bed, you open the top drawer, there's going to be a Bible there. So that's kind of brought for you by accident because that's happened at every hotel. They somehow get I think similar to how I said that I'd finally have some time to play some games, I think I would take a guitar. Oh, instrument. Actually, it's, it's kind of weird how I've now changed to stuff like oh, I need to get this five stuff right. So now thinking of like, what would I like to have time, have five years to commit to? <laughs> yeah, this is more of a reflection of your current desires. Yeah, like what can I not do right now, which I wish I could. So I take a book, an Xbox, a guitar. I feel, I feel like a puppy. How did I forget the puppy? That's pretty good. I feel like I should be able to take a wild card. Mm-hmm. I mean, a friend would be nice. Hey, that might be. Yeah, yeah I mean, that could be pretty good. I mean, imagine if they were. They, it was the kind of arsehole trip where they were like, no, you didn't put it on the list, so you don't just take <laughs> yeah. it. You didn't, you didn't put another person on the list, so that's not coming with you. You could have put anything. And you didn't say bed, so you don't get a bed. Bad luck, mate. That's what they said. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's all taken care of. That's a good one. I reckon if you had any better ideas or stuff that we forgot, or any reason we shouldn't have taken that stuff, let us know on the uh, on yeah, the other places that we can be contacted. Yeah, or if you have another question, uh, good ones like that, send it to um, go to puppiesofwatermelon.com or yeah, on the Facebook stuff and let us know. I'd like to talk about it. Sweet, but, we should probably wrap it up then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since the music's playing. <laughs> so speaking of following us, if you go to puppiesofwatermelon.com, you can find more information about the show. Otherwise, you can... Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Tarquin Ultimate. I'm at Coop Styling. And you can also find us on Facebook and SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And Who would have thanks thought for listening. Yeah. Quite a few people listening. We, we just opened the stats the other day. Been a few, few thousand downloads. So it's funny how those keep ticking along in the background. But thanks everyone for listening. And uh, we'll probably see you next time. We'll catch you next time. See ya.